Welcome to the CTO podcast. My name is Matt Clark. Um, this episode really is about the digital estate. Um, but before I get into that, I want to just talk a little bit about this podcast series. Um, so I'm going to plan to do these on a on a two weekly basis, um, just really as a brain dump of thoughts, trends, um, points of interest with regard to this space that we operate in, um, i.e. the digital space. Um, so it's just a vehicle to uh, throw stuff up there, thoughts, um, with the hope that it becomes of interest, uh, particularly around some of our strategic thoughts as we move forward. Um, so any feedback, um, articles that you'd like me to record or produce, please just drop me an email and I'll um, endeavour my best to try and pull things together. So um, back to today, um, I guess the the key thing to talk about here is the, the digital estate, um, a phrase I certainly started using about eight, nine years ago. Seems to, um, I know it's a weird, weird phase really because we, we hadn't got a word for the space that we operated in particular from a technology perspective and it just seemed to come together using the word estate um, to talk about our digital assets from a technology perspective and um, you know I'm not saying um, we came up with the idea but um, it seems to naturally dropped out in the industry which I think we're we're all often having the same thoughts and we all end up coining the same phrases um, so the digital estate and I guess f from my perspective it's um, it's bringing together all the assets that operate within the web layer, which is a phrase we used to use way back. And um, that generally would be content management solutions. It would be e-commerce solutions. It would be web apps at the time being brought together under one umbrella. Um, the reason why I'm doing this today, uh, it's not to go over old ground more than anything, but more than anything, the, the future for the digital estate um, is going to change and I believe that there's big changes potentially on the way. Um, the reason so is that we are seeing um, no one vendor that encapsulates everything that needs to happen within that layer and we're seeing so much competition with regard to what that layer of technology vendors needs to do. Um, it requires a lot of services, a lot of technology providers to, to bring everything together. Um, you could argue back in the late noughties, early, sorry, early noughties, late 90s, maybe early, uh, late 80s, um, the consolidation of back office technologies um, into things like ERP platforms brought together um, a ton of vendors, of, a ton of technologies under consolidated um, suites of enterprise technology. Um, this is not what I'm saying is needed within our space. However, it could happen moving forward. And there's certainly an argument to see some major players through potentially acquisition uh, will bring together suites, whole suites of technologies. And you've seen some of that starting to happen. Uh, big data is also driven, you know, a drive in that area. Um, you've seen some CMS vendors operate a suite mentality where they'll bring together capabilities such as e-commerce, for example, under the main suite of applications from a content management perspective. You're starting to see CRM-like activities coming together in terms of single source of truth around customers. So we could see that change play out. Um, but the reason I'm doing this more than anything is actually the requirement to bring together 
everything in, in this space is it needs to be provided by service providers like ourselves we need to have a streamlined ability where we can join up um, technology assets functionality data sources data intelligence to offer services to our consumers and, and basically to provide a better level of service a better level of capability a better level of campaign um, in this digital world and you know where businesses play out and win out is where um, they're able to more or less have a blank canvas with regard to their digital strategy and they're able to redraw the way you traditionally engage with a business um, in the digital world and align things and make things very efficient and very um, streamlined and you know just a general nice experience uh, an engaging experience a quick experience to be able to work with your organization um, and you can see this with some of the more disruptive businesses that um, I won't say um, taking over but making great growth curves in this particular area such as the Ubers of the world the Airbnbs of the world um, the Teslas of the world where they're able to reinvent uh, and be completely disrupted by offering something so fresh and so new um, simply because it's easy for them because it's um, they've got this blank canvas that they can draw everything from scratch however um, most of our organizations that we work with are big enterprise businesses and this is the challenge the challenge for those organizations is how do we break down the silos and install digital at the core of it so we can align all of our capability and our services to deliver a um, seamless set of digital experiences to really support that consumer as they engage with your brand so whether that's through customer services or selling to them for the first time or engaging with them as a, from a campaign for the first time we need to be able to more or less break these barriers down and have this blank canvas approach so the digital estate needs to change because of that reason and it will be forced to change because of the competitiveness in this world and consumers expectations with regard to engaging with organizations from a digital perspective you only need to look at what the for example the uk government's done from the the gov.uk site how um, simple and easy that is to use in terms of what traditionally would have been very bureaucratic processes to you know pay your car tax or you know, go to the post office and pay your car tax. You know, very bureaucratic long processes. They are very streamlined and seamless things because they've had this blank canvas to move things forward. But the phrase, more than anything, um, I'm trying to give a label to this digital estate approach and moving forward is is a hub strategy, a digital hub strategy. Now I know um, that phrase has been used many times over, um, particularly um, you know, for example, Apple used it as part of their media strategy. But the reason why the hub word came together um, and has been so, so, so successful in the enterprise, uh, well, in the technology world in general, is it, it brings together um, the um, controls, the intelligence, the data, um, all together through this hub approach, but has the ability to have many spokes, tentacles, whatever you call it, into both into back office systems, um, back office data silos, CRM platforms, um, through to um, tentacles in terms of delivering capability, delivering services, delivering functionality through channels. Um, so there's, it's an interesting approach. And I think 
for a service business operating in this space, we're never going to really see, certainly in the next few years, vendors really fill all of the gaps, um, join all the dots together. Um, but what we can do is deliver this through services. Um, you know, you can't replace whole generations of technologies to embrace this new world. But what you can do is join the dots from a services perspective, from a set of integrations, from a set of business processes, from a set of the way we join up things at a digital layer. Um, so having this concept of a hub strategy really brings together um, all the different channels. So, you know, we talk about IoT being a, a big potential catalyst. We've got a whole channel of activity that needs uh, controlling, needs an ability where we can um, understand the data, understand how we deliver the services within that particular world. We've got mobile, we've got web apps, we've got content, uh, we've got how we serve up all of that material um, to consumers across the entire relationship lifecycle of that consumer's journey with your particular brand. Um, you know, we need we need to have a capability where we we understand everything that's going on. We're able to deliver services to them. We're able to capture data from them in a in a joined up way. And because most of the businesses we deal with are enterprise in nature, um, they have these huge silos um, that exist behind the scenes that divide technology, divide data stores, and, and what they're not able to do is do what the businesses that are most disruptive at the moment and are making most headway is have this blank canvas approach and to say, right, what does our consumer need to do when they interface with our organization? Um, so there's a, there's a fundamental change in thinking. Now, what I've tried to do, and I've, I've, I've pulled together a couple of PowerPoints, which I'll, I'll um, certainly put on the website, that um, try and articulate free diagrams how this principle works. Um, so the, the core concept is um, the hub and spoke process. Um, and as I said, at the core of it, uh, we have um, our intelligence layer. Now, the intelligence layer is the really data data and, and consumer focus so we're, we're con complete consumer focus around the the end user um, so it's the brain of the system and effectively everything goes through through it so we we understand how people engage and how people are interacting uh, with our brand you know in a one-off scenario across the entire life cycle of engagements for example if it's a two-year journey that a consumer will go through they've bought a product and they've got a relationship for two years before they buy a new product we've got this thing at the center that focuses on understanding that consumer and understanding how we deliver up services across the entire relationship life cycle all those different snapshots touch points handshake moments that a consumer will do with your brand value exchange moments we're able to understand and we're able then to manipulate all of our services, all of our data, all of our compa uh, content, all of our campaign activity, all of our rules, all of our functionality to um, better improve that service. So the brain sits at the core. And what that has access to underneath is all the corporate systems. So things that we may need to take an order things that we may need to set something up within your organization, 
um, things that we, you know, anything from order management to fulfillment through to um, CRM, um, any kind of data mining activities, um, any analytical data that we may have, um, both in your organization from your back office systems and also through third party tools such as Google Analytics. It has access to all of those things underneath. And then above that, it uh, more or less on a plane um, to, to its intelligence layer. And as I said, this is a diagram which I'll, I need to bring together um, and show you. Um, but we have access to our digital infrastructure. So that's our, ER, you know, our ERP tools, our CRM tools, our commerce tools, um, our content management infrastructure. Um, and it has the brains able to use all these services. It's able, you know, the hub rather than the word brain is able to say, right, I want to um, provide access to content to campaign or to educate or to inform the consumer. I want to then take them on a commerce journey to get them to subscribe to something or to physically order a product. Um, I want to um, campaign to them about new, new car launch, for example. So we've got access to all of those tools. So now we've got access to all the tools, the, the core of the system, the hub of the system is able then to make choices um, of how we deliver, uh, as I said, the, the services, the transactional nature of it, the campaign, the intelligence, the functionality. Um, and this is done through two more or less outbound layers. So we've got something called the definition layer, uh, which defines um, the rules that we communicate, deliver content, deliver products, deliver services. We've got campaign and content within the definition layer. Um, so um, we've got the ability to constantly um, build on the intelligence within the brain to define how we campaign and content, uh, campaign or target content to consumers in the right way at the right point in that consumers, both browsing experience, but just um, dropping off point within their entire customer relationship. And then we've got the, the functionality that we define and deliver to that consumer. So that's on the outbound definition layer. And then as we go one step further out, we've got more detailed targeting, personalization to the consumer. So saying, right, this, this has worked in the past. We're able to constantly test through multivariant testing within that layer. We're able to use the assets and the intelligence that we've dragged up from the center of the hub uh, and really define the experience and test the experience on a regular basis based on what it's telling us underneath. And then the very outside of the, 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 the hub-based approach, uh, which is really down to our cha channels and our spokes, um, all pass through the lens of our presentation layer or our presentation bunch of technologies. So whether that's um, you know delivering mobile apps, mobile web experiences through responsive design, general web browsing experience and how we display and render content material functionality uh, through social channels, through other media capabilities such as augmented reality, virtual reality, through omni-commerce environments or traditional commerce environments, we're able to define the presentation layer based on the intelligence that we've got the center of our hub-based approach. Um, and then IoT and um, how IoT will fit into that environment. Uh, now, normally connected product, connected um, sensors, connected 
experience is are fairly dumb in their own right. They just need an infrastructure to be able to fit within and and you know be controlled by or to receive data from. Um, but as the IoT world, and as I said, I'll do another podcast on in terms of the generations of IoT. As we move into the fourth generation IoT, the whole experience um, will become more joined up and more innovative in terms of the entire ecosystem in terms of the way your product will interact with every other service that you have online. Um, so you can see that in the more advanced um, technologies, IoT connected products environments, whether it's automotive, whether it's smart kitchens, you can see how um, it's not just about switching the thing on and off. It will be much more of a seamless environment it will need to be working. So that gives us this kind of hub-based approach where you've got on the periphery at the base, you've got the internal systems within your businesses, the center, your intelligence layer um, that makes the decisions, which has access to your core digital infrastructure. As I said, your commerce platforms, your CRM, your, your CMS platforms. You then uh, definition layer, you're then targeting personalization, A-B testing, multivariate testing, so you're learning infrastructure, and then your presentation layer out. And this is the way I think, um, or I certainly have a feeling of how digital estates will need to be organized moving forward. Now the challenge is, there isn't one vendor that can do all of that, and I don't think there will be one for some time. I'd be certainly grateful if one comes along. Um, however, um, you know, businesses like ourselves, uh, we deliver services into this space. We have the capability of bringing all this together. And it all starts with that blank canvas around the strategic intentions of digital and how digital needs to support what consumers will expect and are beginning to expect in this different digital world. Um, and, you know, what we do have more than anything is the um, capability to deliver services into this world. Um, so, you know, our, our service offering changes. Um, so, you know, it, it becomes more strategic. Uh, it becomes um, more about the value of the consumer and the consumer experience at the core and making sure that we always have that data to hand and we're able to make decisions off that data. Um, it comes about integration and integration ability uh, of digital uh, tools, assets, vendors, um, all the things that they support, such as commerce, content management, being able to integrate them um, into um, the tentacles or the spokes of our hub, so the different devices, the different realms that we need to be able to provide in. Um, but equally, we're able to then use the back office capability and services to, to really drive that out. And then at the core of it, it all becomes this about this intelligent mechanism that will start to develop in this particular space. And what the intelligence does more than anything is redefines um, or reinterprets the way the your organization's strategy comes together. Um, and their, that experience, you know, the, what is your digital strategy and what, how, it, how digital effectively becomes core to your service, product lines, everything else that your organization may do. The strategy at the core of that needs intelligence um, and that intelligence needs to play out through technology. And the only way that's gonna work more than anything is through bringing together the features and the functionality of the tools 
that operated in this space with the data. And bringing those two together means we can apply intelligence within this particular space. So whilst that intelligence at the moment is interpreted once we have a strategy for dealing with digital, we then build rules and we build flows of experiences that a consumer will work with your digital estate. Um, longer term though, um, once those rules and approaches and flows, you know, you could call it information architecture, um, are encoded, um, you know, that needs to be dynamic. And, um, you know, we can see that through the way targeting, personalization, multivariant testing approaches are starting to play out. Um, long term, there's a play for intelligence within the technology to be able to deliver some of this capability. Um, you know, and that will start off very slow, but we will see that whole area start to expand. You know, the power of the algorithm um, and how that's playing out within this particular space, how it's advanced businesses that manage to master how an algorithm can play, play out and really support your business as part of that journey because we're trying to assume know-how and knowledge of the consumer. We're trying to assume something's better as if we have people in the process constantly redefine the strategy for those unique consumer experiences. Every consumer is different. What we need to be able to do is provide a level of service that wraps around them that they feel is particularly valuable and they go, wow, that was a, that was a real key moment, a real key engagement with that particular brand I had in the digital space. So that's longer term, it's like how that kind of plays out. Now what, what does this mean in the short term? Um, it's not meaning that we turn our backs from the, the content management strategies, the commerce platforms, the big data environments, the CRM side of things, um, the integration side of things. But it means that before we tackle any big project, in the background, we need a strategy uh, around the entire experience that that consumer will have or engage with that particular brand, regardless of what the initial project is. We need to think about that whole picture and say, right, how can we align this technology in such a way that, yes, we may do this one project, um, but what's the long term? What's the strategic thinking around how we engage? So if it's an airline, you know, there's a, there's a story around increasing bookings. There's a, but there's a, is there a bigger story around increasing the relationship and increasing the story around that entire consumer journey or life cycle? that may last 25 years with that consumer. So how do I embrace how all that fits together within our ecosystem? So as we lay technical foundations now, and as projects play out now, it may be improve a content management system or replace this commerce platform. Um, but if we're not doing our job properly uh, and we're not looking at the longer term picture, we're not doing the uberfication of the service line as if we've got this blank canvas. Um, we're not going to identify even the, the parking spaces for future technology opportunity. And I think that's the, the fundamental shift in thinking. So moving into 2016 or midway through 2016, certainly going into 2017, um, what what we can't afford to do is just go, right, these are the trends around these particular subject, technology subject areas. 
I think the biggest thing we've got to get across is that we've got to look at the entire landscape and plan for the future and more about planning for the future in terms of this stuff is on the way and we need to ensure that we're creating parking lots or parking spaces for each of these stories longer term uh, and it can be done in a subtle way uh, we don't need to talk about uh, for example if we start having a conversation about artificial intelligence which is clearly on the way um, in some format or another it, it's it's too advanced at this particular point in time however we need to start laying the seeds and the foundations to enable that type of capability to happen in the future um, because more than anything those disruptive businesses that come along that do have this blank canvas can change their whole um, competitive base the the entire environment they operate operate in um, potentially overnight because they've got no barriers no barriers to entry around this type of capability what we need to do is afford that luxury to our longer term more established clients that are enterprise in nature that don't have necessarily the agility to move quickly and the advantage of the type of digital service we offer is it, it gives us a capability to enable this. So on that note, that's my view on the digital estate at this point in time. It's quite a difficult one to talk through, um, simply because you need a diagram to explain the hub, hub strategy. But I guess more than anything, the digital estate is here to stay, but it's going to be changing. Um, and it's going to be much more bigger than the silos that we operate within at the moment. Um, so we need to... Um, spread our wings and spread our tentacles into every possible area across this technology arena. Any comments or thoughts, drop me an email at matt at mbclark with an e dot com. And the next episode, I'm going to focus on probably IoT or maybe even AI. Uh, and I'll look to certainly publish that in the next couple of weeks. Speak to you all soon.